Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hello to the Accelerate Sales Solo Podcast, episode number 370. Today's topic is seven mistakes to avoid when scaling. You will learn what the seven are and the resources to help you if it's your first time and you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, thanks for your support. Always appreciate those reviews. And please check out past shows on your favorite platform. Just search Accelerate Sales. And don't forget to check out those interview shows. Scaling is very important because of the compounding of money, right? It's so risky running your own business. Like, I know that you can scale it without you, but most of us are involved in our businesses. And what we want to do is draw out cash so that we can reduce the risk of us owning our own business business. And the best way to do that quickly is to scale fast, right? The quicker you scale, the less risk. So why can I talk to you about the seven mistakes to avoid when scaling? Because I've made many of them. I've scaled businesses in corporate from, you know, zero to 300 million in two years in one particular role. I've scaled my own cloud consulting business to, you know, 30 people only to find out that we'd picked the wrong horse, the wrong platform. Also spent five years with a business partner struggling to scale the business before we did and exited in 2019. So I have my battle scars and I want to help you to avoid them. And there is, like I said, an opportunity cost. The quicker you can scale, the quicker you can compound that cash outside of the business. So let's go through number one, in love with your platform. You know, we were in love with a platform that we used to sell called Podio, P-O-D-I-O. It's still around, but we thought that everyone else should be in love with it as well. We absolutely drank the Kool-Aid and we were, you know, fanatical about it. And we focused so much on the features and everything that it should do, and we forgot about the result that the client wanted, right? People generally only use 20% of the feature set to get the result that they want. You think about a platform that you're not selling, but you're using at the moment, it's probably the same thing. And what you may be doing is overcomplicating demos and you get people overwhelmed or disinterested. Ever done that? I think you might have, because I know I certainly did. What it means, it means you lose sales and lose sales, that means revenue and cash to really to uh, de-risk that business. So what could you cut out of your demos today? So that's in love with your product. Number two is the inability to let go. And you're probably all nodding when I said this. Everyone, I think, struggles with this, and it's probably not the first time you've heard it. But just because you should do something doesn't mean you should. And I tell my team, if I'm doing something that they're capable of, even if they're not as good as me, I ask them to get the hell out of there, right? And there's only a few things as an owner that you can only do. That's set the strategy and be the face of the business. And I love the Franklin Covey analogy. I'll get that right. Uh, You can just go and search it up, uh, the Big Rocks, Franklin Covey. And they talk about doing the big rocks first, so then you don't have time for everything else. And I think that's a great uh, example. And I'll give you an example is where I had a a GM, a highly competent sales guy, right? And he wanted to meddle in my space, which was sales. I was the sales director. So instead of fighting him over it, I just redirected his attention. I showed him that there was huge issues in distribution, and he should maybe spend a bit of time there. I didn't see him for another six months. It was fantastic. So what about you? What can you let go of 
today. So number seven is mistiming hiring. I once had a boss that said you should always be hiring. And to be honest, I didn't really understand what he said. But what I realized later on is that, you know, you should be always looking for talent because talent, when you actually need the talent, it's normally too late, right? How many times you've been desperate, you've taken someone on and it hasn't worked out because you've rushed because you needed someone in the seat. Right, so what process can you set up so that you can always be hiring? So that's number three. So, so far we've covered three in love with your platform, inability to let go, and mistiming hiring. But before we continue with the others, I'd like to talk to you about leadjet.io. If you ever looked at a LinkedIn profile and had to manually put the information in, or you have all these messages in your LinkedIn, but they're not actually in your sales CRM, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Leadjet automatically does that. For you and it's across some of the biggest platforms salesforce hubspot pipe drive copper etc but why not check it out for yourself just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash legion and start your 14 day trial with no credit cards required so number four not knowing your numbers at coca-cola we always laughed or we had a bit of a laugh saying that numbers normally came before people we were very um, fastidious about our numbers. A, we'd been around for 150 years, but we're also the franchise E, right? So we're a bit like you, where the vendor or the platform, so that was the Coke company, they owned the product and they did the marketing, and then we did everything else, and we had all the capital, right? So we had the employees, we had all the physical capital, so we needed to get a return. And to be honest, that's very similar to you and your business. So do you have a rolling profit and loss? Do you look at it weekly? Do you review your cost base? Do you keep a clean P&L because you should always be ready for sale? And do you run scenarios on your pricing to see what you could do by adjusting your pricing versus all of the costs of bringing on new clients? And as I said, you should always run it in preparation for the sale, regardless if that happens or not. And to be honest, knowing your numbers leads to better action. And you might have a business model, which is, you know, making you work hard rather than smart. So getting the right business model will help. So what could you change in your business model today to help you better know your numbers, most importantly, help you scale faster? So number five is customized. Right? You start your business as high touch, like we all do. Uh, you know, The example was Airbnb, where they talk about you know, how they did things that don't scale, and I get that. But at some point, you actually do, You know, certainly when you get product market fit, you need to scale your business. You need to streamline it, and you need to look at, at your core processes and see how long they take, and what can you reduce, well, well, what can you reduce in them, in particular, save labor, right, which is normally the biggest cost to our businesses. And what you don't want to do is as you scale, you grow more labor, which is sometimes more headaches, not always, but sometimes, but also it's reducing your margin or keeping your margin the same, which you don't want. And to be honest, it's very hard to automate it if things aren't standardized. So you can play the custom game, which is fine, but just make sure that you're charging accordingly, which most of us can't. So what could you standardize today? So number six, selling one-to-one. I still believe you're the best person to sell the business, right? But you don't have to do all the tasks. So you can get some sales admin support in to help you with that. If you want to, if you're in a position where that's not the case, come reach out to me because I'm very good at solving that. But you've got that right. But now you're still selling one-to-one, right? That's the next element 
to scaling your sales and look for strategic partners where they're already got the clients maybe or they're spending marketing to acquire them which is going to lower your cost to serve uh, an example is i had a past client of mine where we did some work with private equity firms he was selling a finance platform worked brilliantly for the firm they had 40 people in their stable of company portfolio he did a webinar at all 40 so then he could actually sell one to many rather than one to well and it worked brilliantly so what partner could you approach to do a similar thing last but not least is number seven serving everyone and at the start we all you know serve everyone to get cash in the business i get it right we've all done it and you know that's completely fine and your vendor or your platform partner sends you um, prospects from all over the place right all different verticals and you want to a impress them by doing it so you're building credibility with them so the salespeople notice you but you also want the cash right but to be honest you're the highest paid person in the business you're normally doing sales so if you're unqualifying a lot it becomes very expensive and hard to scale and also you're probably you know not getting the attention of the sales team right because you look like everybody else and they're probably just going to give you geography based clients which can be very restrictive so by automating the vendor leads and building a niche you are then known for someone right and they will come seek you but also you'll have case studies so it makes it easier to sell and close deals you'll have the industry knowledge so for example we were agencies when we were a copper partner and then copper we knew that was a great vertical for them and then people within the sales team fed us more leads because we they knew that that's what we doubled down on uh, so what patterns are you seeing in your targeting as a vertical that you could turn to so Let's quickly summarize. We had the first one was in love with your platform. The second was inability to let go. The third was mistiming hiring. The fourth was not knowing your numbers. Fifth, customization or customize. Six, selling to one-to-one. And number seven, last but not least, serving everyone. So look across the seven mistakes and find one action that you can implement today. If you need help in scaling, I'm happy to talk to you, paulhigginsmentoring.com. And also go to episode 366, where I talk about the four things to get right when selling your business, which also relates to this scaling. You can get all the links in the show notes at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast, episode 370, or in the app that you're listening to now. I recommend the Pocket Cast app. It's a great one. They don't sponsor me, but I think it's great anyway. Please follow me on LinkedIn. If you know someone interested in scaling faster and they're a cloud consultant partner, please share it with them and finally please take action to accelerate your sales i'm fired up after today's episode what about you but hey before you go learning is just one piece of the puzzle now it's time to put today's strategy into action head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe rate and review the show Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.